And here we go. Welcome back, folks. Episode 16 from the M Factor Studios in downtown Jackson, Michigan. This is the A to G show brought to you by the M Factor channel. I'm Adam Amble. Thanks for joining us live here on Facebook on yet another gorgeous Wednesday here in J-Town. We got Spitfire coming right up, so make sure you to voice your opinions during the conversation. And of course, a little call the three later. Joining me tonight is Mr. Reliable, Garrett Collier. G, how you doing tonight, buddy? What's up, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Good boy. Yet another nice Wednesday evening Dude, out there. Jeez, had, had it's, had you, have to, you have to work at the course today, buddy? I did, but I didn't mind, man. I got to sit on the mower and listen to music and get a suntan. Oh, f- fair enough. Great. I was, was wasn't sure if you got out there. Uh, it was a little cloudy out early on. It was on early, stuff, but so. yeah, we got her done. Got to take care of it. Cool, man. Cool. Well, uh, you know, we're going to start off with not a not a lot of huge headlines going on yeah. this last week. Uh, however, the in regards to Michigan athletics, however, the baseball squad will be heading out to Corvallis, Oregon region to start their College World Series quest as the number three seed in the region. They will be opening against number two seed Creighton at 4 p.m. on ESPN3. So tune into that if you can to root on the boys in blue. Gee, you think might get into that or? No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not man. a chance. We, we talk about baseball before, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Softball, I'd, I'd love but. to watch. I just, I'll be doing something. I'm sure I, I it's college baseball. It's, it's tough, to especially it's this early, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if, if Michigan makes, it's like the round of eight or round of 16 or something like that. I'll tune in. But prior to that, man, I just, I, man. It is tough, and it's it's ESPN. Obviously, it's on ESPN. It's not even on TV, man. So, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. what is that? Just internet, right. internet TV, right. basically. But um, well, you know, they we're still rooting them on and stuff like that. Always sure. good to see. Yeah, hopefully, always good win. to see just, Michigan baseball or Michigan watch. athletics do their thing. So yeah. let's get right into it, folks. Of Spitfire again. If you're new to the show, uh, thanks for joining in. This is the A to G show. Adam Amble with Garrett Collier here at the M Factor Studios. Spitfire is basically random trivia, not trivia, but random debates that uh, go on throughout time, basically in the world of athletics and stuff like that. We encourage all of you to join in, give us your opinions. Uh, We'll read them right in the comments section. So if you disagree, agree, or just want to share your your own opinion, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do it. Gee, I'm going to let you start off with us first this week. What topic do you want to start off with? Um, Let's go with... So I feel like in, in every other outside of the NFL and every sport, the, the goat debate is pretty clear cut between like maybe two or three people. Yeah. But I feel like yep. in the NFL, you've got people that have like 50 different opinions. So I was curious who you think the goat is in the NFL. Of all the goat players. in the NFL? Yeah. I'm still going with Tom Brady. Yeah. So yeah, I, re- I really have to. I just think in terms of, you know, now that he's played for so long, his stats are going to be ridiculous, right? Yeah. And obviously, you got the Super Bowl. That's right. Beside the, the point. Yeah. yeah, you got the rings. That's actually funny because I do have something similar to that. Not a goat comment, but really, what makes a you know? We'll get into that, but it's, sure. that was actually my first question, so we'll actually roll right into that. But yeah, yeah I definitely think Tom Brady. I don't think. You know, stat-wise, he'll be right up there, but that's because again, like he played so, played long. For so long, and I really think yeah. that he just really transformed into or transformed the game into how players take care of themselves in terms of Absolutely. nutrition, yeah. in terms of training, and yeah, the uh, whole TB12 thing is like a a huge brand now. Yes, where he's doing like yeah. training and nutrition and rehab and all I mean, he still he still leads the league almost every year in jersey sales. Yep. So yep, that's true. You, you can't. And you think there's a lot bigger stars and a lot bigger, you know, uh, yeah. boisterous people. There's a lot of, we'll say, more flashy 
Because Tom Brady Absolutely. is not flashy. No, he's, he's not the flashy the books, at all. Classy guy. For I sure. mean, do you, do you agree or what's what's your call um, on? I think he's the best quarterback, but I tend to lean towards Jerry Rice, man. I really do. I, I mean, always I have him. He's not that, yeah. I don't think a lot of people throw out, but I, I mean, his numbers just speak for themselves as far as. I don't think the, most of his records will ever get touched. I mean, you, it's going to be hard. You saw Randy Moss was dominant for the better part of a decade, whether it was the Vikings or the Patriots, and he's barely over halfway to the to the touchdown yeah. record. And, yeah. Um. And, and Jerry's got rings. He's got. I think he has three. Um. Does he have three or four? So, yeah. He's he's got he's multiple up there. rings, he's up so there. you can't you can't take that. I mean, granted, he doesn't have like Tom Brady does, but he 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 made it to championships and was successful in in Super Bowls. Um. He has had. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks always thrown to him. Absolutely, like yeah, that, that, absolutely that helps. helps. That helps, right? Um, and and I mean, even when he at the end of his career with the Raiders, he had a couple more good seasons there with Rich Gannon when they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, he, he was successful. For That's true. One, I kind of forget. Everyone kind of forgets about the Raiders years. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. I mean, so. he was only there for I think three seasons, but he was successful. They went to a Super Bowl there. I mean, granted, they yeah, lost, that's a good point. To make a Super Bowl with Oakland at the time was was surprising with Rich Gannon at quarterback. And that's receiver, yeah, you know, yeah. That's a real um, good point though. I I I, I didn't think about the Raiders yeah. when he on was the there. He had the, good seasons. On the other side of the ball, I think 10 years from now, J.J. Watt will be in the debate if he keeps playing the way he oh, does. Gosh, it's hard to say because he, could continue, he gets injured. Yes, exactly. I was just going to say, healthy, if he could stay healthy. I think he's a guy that, that um, he's could a freak, get in there. But, yeah. of course, it's just, I think it's very difficult to be the GOAT if you are not a quarterback, if, you can, if you're not a quarterback, if you can't really. score, if you can't score points, you know what right. I mean? It's difficult. I think back in the day, it used to yeah. be running backs and stuff, but the league has obviously shifted to more of a passing league right. and stuff like that. No, it absolutely so, would have been a running back, you know, maybe 30, 40 years right. ago. Because if you would ask me back in the day, it would have been sweetness, you know, Walter right. Payton, and then Barry then, Sanders, maybe then Barry. Yep. yep. And then I never really, uh, if you're going to count championships and stuff, you got to go with Emmett Smith, right? Because yeah. he had the stats yeah. and he also had the, the rings That's and fair. stuff. So, you know, it really, it, it's all, the, when you get in those goat conversations, it's all about how do you judge it? You know, Everybody's how do you judge it? criteria them? is different. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's, you know, maybe that should be a question. One of these, what, one yeah. of these, we should define what, criteria. Exactly. We should, what we should is, make a formula. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is your goat criteria For and sure. stuff like that? Or For what sure. is your best team of all time criteria yeah. and stuff like that? What makes them a good team in your mind and yeah. stuff like I, that? It's funny you bring up the best team thing. I was at one point I, I've considered bringing up several times on the show now, the best NBA team of all time, because right now the Warriors are getting t that tossed yeah. around in yeah. that conversation. Yeah. But man, that's just such a tough debate. There's no reason to it's so get, hard. We could talk about it for an entire episode and we wouldn't come yeah. to a conclusion because the styles just change. Exactly. For, the game for is so different. Every year. It, it's just, just like different. that in football. You know what I mean? If you want to look at those, those Minnesota Viking defenses, the purple people eaters or the steel still curtain. curtain. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's these crazy offenses. Even the end of the Rams lost the Super Bowl last year, but mm -hmm. look at that offense was re considered revolutionary for the first 15 games. They yeah. played this Patriots dynasty is totally different than those Vikings teams and those. Yes. Steelers I agree. Teams. It's impossible agree to that. judge. Yeah, it's it's very difficult. So that's that kind of leads into our next or the next topic. And again, thanks for joining us on A to G. Let us know your thoughts, guys. Uh, we we really appreciate the comments and stuff like that. Let us know your opinions on who do you think the goat is of the NFL. And we'll go back to it if you guys uh, want to leave some comments and stuff like that. Thanks for joining us tonight. Our next, uh, actually, we got one from Zach French. Thanks for joining in, buddy. Best defensive player going with Deion or Reggie White. That's a good Reggie White would hey, be Deion a good was one. A, Deion, yeah, and Deion was a freak game, too. Reggie... So. Or I, I flipped that. Reggie was dope, but Dion, Dion was like the the entertainer. He was yes, like one of those first absolutely. guys that when we we're talking about Flash, right? That's exactly. He's got it it right a, there. He was a showman for sure. It was, it was entertainment. Dion for crying out loud. Yeah, Neon Dion. Prime let's time, go. man. Yeah, yeah. prime time. That's yeah. right. That's let's, a good call. So good one. Yeah, good one on that, Zach. Uh, again, thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, so next one, and it kind of leads from that, is a player's worth directly proportional to their championships 
that they've won. You know, we kind of, that's kind of a criteria thing, but we're really looking at, we got a lot of players that have won so many championships. We talked about Steve Kerr last week. You know what I mean? Does that make him the greatest? Well, no, of course not. Right. Uh, I don't think anyone would agree with that. Well, I think you can look at guys like Mike Trout, Miguel Cabrera, um, Barry Sanders. If you start with baseball, though, because those these guys, you know, all just signed the three guys who just signed the three biggest contracts of all time: Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Mike Trout. Have one thing in common: they've never won a race. Yes. And they have the three. So I think there's ways that you can be beneficial to a franchise without bringing them championships, right? You can sell jerseys. You can put butts in the seats. That's what you want, right? You You're there. Promo bring days them there and make money. Bobble. Yeah. At the end of the day, for, for the franchises, there's, there's absolutely more ways. The players are worth more than just rings. Now, if you're discussing it from a greatest player of all time standpoint, I think that championships are important, but I don't think they're everything. I think it's, if, if you look okay. at LeBron James, okay. LeBron yeah. James has been to the finals. And see, that's another thing that I've always gotten tripped up on. Why do people get no credit for making it to the finals and losing in the finals? You know how hard that is? LeBron did it. Didn't, what did he make? Like seven finals, eight yeah, finals in, in a, a row. In a row. With- Granted, he didn't win all of them, but he was there. He was one of the last two teams playing every year on one of the last two teams playing every year for eight years or nine years in a row. I don't know the exact number, but. Well, you remember when they almost beat. Cleveland, and it was just LeBron. Remember when K Love went down and Kyrie you mean when went down? Be Golden State, yeah, yeah Golden State, sorry, the first yeah. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. He he was phenomenal, even in Miami when Chris Bosh was never healthy. Yep. It seemed like you know him and Ray Allen and D Wade almost won an extra ring. It, it's it's silly to me that, that getting to the championship and winning the championship are miles apart in people's minds. And I understand that you didn't get the trophy and you weren't the, you weren't the national champion or the the world champion that year, but. I think there's still something to be said for the years that you go and lose. Look at Tom Brady. He's lo- he's how many has he won now? Six. Yeah. He's also oh, lost. No. Oh, he's won five, right? One one five and lost three. Yeah. He's made eight, it eight times. Eight times That's to insane. the Super Bowl. And people don't. The Lions them. have never made the Super Bowl, right. folks. There the are franchises. Well, look at the Toronto Raptors. This is their first trip to the NBA Finals in forty years as a team. <laughs> it's it's insane. LeBron's been to eight in the last nine years, yeah. man. Like it's it, yeah. it's so baffling to me that people don't give teams or players, I guess, any credit for making it to the final. And group. if we if we were to do criteria, uh, this would be one of the, the championships would be a one. It would, but absolutely. But I'm sorry, absolutely. If you, if you are because you still run in, you could go to the flip side of that. You could also run into these dynasties. Look at Carl Malone with the Utah Jazz, right? I mean, great, yeah. great player. And John Stockton, both of them yeah. on the same yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Great players no and no rings. Patrick exactly. Ewing with the Knicks, no rings. Yeah. You got some awesome players yeah. that just have no rings, and we still think they're great, but at the right. same time, you got you to gotta win the big games because you know what? You want to be the best player on the best team, and I think that really elevates everyone uh, in terms of their opinion of you. So – uh, yeah, I definitely think that championships are. Uh, do you think they're the, the most important? No, definitely not. Because what do like, you think I, the most important is? I, I think it's a mixture. I think it has to be a mixture, right? You can't go with yeah. You can't go with straight up stats because right. then longevity. If you are very above, you know, you're good. You're right. great. You're great. You're not the best. Let's say you're great and you play for a long time. You're going to have the stats. You know what I mean? Stats, yeah. Uh, look at Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is a great quarterback. I do too. I think Drew Brees is a top five quarterback in the history of the league. Do I think he's the GOAT? No. Will he retire with records in yardage, touchdowns, right. completions, right. attempts? Every- yes. Yes. Does that make him the GOAT? No, it doesn't. I agree. I agree 100%. So, yeah, I think stats so, are important. I think championships are important. I think leadership is important. I think longevity is important. But I don't think you can put any one of them on a pedestal yes, above the yes, other three. Exactly. Does that make sense? I think it's, it's no, tough. No, I do feel that these people, if if – like I said, it was directly proportional. Are they worth 
if they bring a championship to your team, of course. From the yes. franchise's standpoint? Or? Um, yeah, um, no, I'm not saying money. I'm saying it, it goes more to the GOAT conversation yeah, and stuff okay. like that to best players. But I definitely think well, yeah, that, that championships is obviously, sure. yeah. It's going to hurt your gonna, case. Yeah. Winning a championship ain't going to hurt your argument <laughs> at all, for sure. Right on. So, all right, G, what do you got next, buddy? Oh, man, I didn't pull anything up. I'm sorry. I, was, I got so into that one. Um, <laughs> oh, so the NBA draft and the lottery just happened and went down. Um, and it got me thinking about some of the busts we've talked about briefly before. NFL more so than the NBA, the bigger busts. Who do you think the biggest bust in NBA draft history? Is? Oh, I already said Millich, Millichich or whatever for Darko, the Pistons. For the Darko, Pistons. yeah. Yeah, and but I, I think by far. Sam Bowie? See, oh, actually, we kind of did get in the, into this. We did, and then uh, we had to stop. Because remember, we said, like, Greg Oden and stuff like that, and it said it was bus, but I went on bus based on never the, them not uh, getting injured, we'll say. So players who didn't get injured that just were absolutely terrible. And you, you got you got Darko? It's still Darko, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Do you, you think so- do you have Darko just because um, the, the, of, the, of the talent that was in that draft? And- oh, gosh, there's so many. One – Okay, bust because he was the second overall pick. And two, don't forget, we had right. that draft pick and we blew it because we were really good the year before, but we got that draft yeah, pick. Yeah, we had in that draft trade. pick and we could yeah. have had Mello or oh, just, whoever yeah, added. Golly, D Wade, you know, all those guys yeah. were in that draft. It was yeah. a great draft. So my thing is, I went with he was so highly touted. You know okay. what I mean? He was, he was, he was a bust because he was so highly touted. And the fact that the Pistons just happened to, you know, they had a golden ticket, right? And granted they still won the NBA championship. Uh, right. That yeah, he's year, got a ring, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's how about you got anyone else really, that um, really sticks out. I mean, Anthony Bennett from the Cavs in, in 2013 okay. to me has always okay. stuck out. It was, it, it was six years ago. And, and for his career, he averaged four points a game or something. I think it's like four points. Okay. Points okay. A game. He, he played in 50 some games his rookie year and just was never very effective. Your dad um, says Jimmer for debt. He's back in the league. Ooh, sorry, well, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Well, he was, he was this year. I mean, he, he hardly played, but, um, but yeah, I think that, uh, Zach French says, does Len bias count? He never played. <laughs> that's dark, man. That's dark. <laughs> um, no, but I, th- I think Anthony Bennett gets thrown in there. Fredette was like the seventh pick. You know what I mean? Like like Adam Morrison was the third pick in his draft. Oh, he just said it. That's weird. Oh, geez. That was some weird Like father, father like son. Um, Scott said Kwame Brown. Yeah, Kwame was a bust. Kwame was a bum. Yep. He could barely dribble. I don't know how he got picked. I mean, he was seven foot and looked like an athlete. So they're like, we want him. And he was terrible. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, again, it's, it's those people that are highly touted. They look and, so athletic, man. And they are just absolute disgraces. Just disgusting. Yeah. I... I I try not to pick the guys who went from high school to the pros because that's such a hard jump to make. If you have any level of success, any sort of longevity in the league, to me, you're not a bust at that point. If you were, if you were 18 year old kid when you came in the league and you can stay in the league for the better part of a decade, you're, you're not as much of a bust as Adam Morrison and Anthony yeah, Bennett and yeah. you know. Darko. And don't forget, well, I remember that one year. What was there like 20 high schoolers that came out and stuff? Yeah, like there's that been a ton, one, man, a in ton. one draft. Oh, yeah, we already said Odin. Odin, yeah, injuries. That's, Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, and that was an injury. Tough. One. Yeah. They, I think he would have been great. So, I, yeah, or not great, but he would have been. Is he still, is he still a bust? You, you wasted a pick. That's that's what I said. From a franchise's perspective, if I'm Portland's GM, that's a bust because I wasted my number one or was that's, he number one overall? That's what I that's what I said though. I kind of I kind of disregarded the injuries and stuff like that. Simply that's because, what I'm saying though. Is I just I, I don't think you can. I then think, they they are bust. Yes, they are right. bust. If you put in the injury aspect of it, simply because you did, you wasted a pick. Right. You wasted. Uh, but I'm still saying, like, in you terms of, of in terms of the 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 Darko pick, yeah, that's just a bad. He was supposed to be amazing. He was supposed one. to be the next Dirk Nowitzki, right? You know yeah. what I mean. And then what happens? He barely even played. Why he was a pansy? 
so much. Yeah, I really think that that was kind of a transit, you know, like a transition from those great European players that would come over. Yeah. We really didn't. We, all we saw was like Dirk at that point. Right. So we're like, oh, he's yeah, the next coming of Dirk. Oh, he can shoot. But yeah. at the same time, he just didn't have Dirk's winning attitude. He was, like I said, he looked lazy. He looked just kind of derfy with the ball. I think ball. part of it, too, might have been he went from being the guy on whatever European team mm-hmm. he was on to all of a sudden Ben Wallace and Rashid Wallace are going to start over you every night and you got to figure out how to get yep. minutes. And yep. it's, it, the NBA is a different beast, man. It the is. NBA is, is it a is. Tough, tough place to be successful. It is. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got the next one for you. Again, thanks for joining us on A to G. Thanks for the comments, guys. That was a good round right there. For sure. Uh, Make sure you guys comment on every topic. If you guys have an opinion, we'll try to call it out. And uh, whether we agree with you or not, you guys bring up a lot of good ideas as well. So uh, we're going to move on. Here's one for you. Kind of, uh, I know what your dad is going to say about this. So, okay, (laughs) what's harder? Hit a 400-foot home run, kick a 40-yard field goal, or run a four-minute mile? So the battle of the fours. Hmm. And I know from most of these, it depends. Can I use an aluminum bat with the, the right. four hundred foot home run? Yeah. So there's there's variables involved with two of these. With 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 four minute miles, you and whatever you're running on, right? It's it's you against yourself in a clock. But with the home run, who's pitching? Uh, good is, call. Is somebody good lobbing call. out BP to me because I Very think eventually, if you give me enough swings at BP, I'm gonna hit one hard. Good call. Very good call. A forty yard field goal. How many tries do I get? Is it one try? I bet you could kick a forty yard field goal. I could. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be arrogant. Look, I played soccer and like we used right, to, yeah. we, after practice, we'd always run down to the football field and, yeah. and yep. kick field goals. Even so, I could straight tell it and all. I think for me, the four, for the four minute mile. I agree. I would one hundred percent agree. What do you guys think, Jeff? We already know your answer. I think that. Uh, I would say it goes like this: T- most difficult four minute mile. Yeah. Uh, especially as a runner. <laughs> right. Uh, four minute mile. Then 400 foot home then 400 run footer. and then easily a 40 yard field but goal. The weirdest part about that is there are NFL kickers who miss 40 yard field goals all the time. Again, and that's their only job. Like though. you mentioned though, G how many opportunities do you get? That's right. True. They how many little, opportunities? Yeah. Because so you're I right. Think, yeah. I think you gotta, so you gotta say like you get Alex Watson says 40 yard field goal like, is the hardest. So, and I think if, if you, if you're running, I mean, I think the four-minute mile is still the hardest, but I think you can make an argument that 40-yard field goal is harder than a 400-foot home run if you're only given one chance to kick the field okay, goal. Okay, yeah, good if call. If it's like, hey, we're going to put the ball, you got you got one shot at a 40-yard Remember when the Bears lost because Cody Parkey missed what was it? Like oh, a, yeah, and they had trials of free beer if you could hit like if you a make 40. It, zero people made it. Uh, that's a lot of pressure. And though, that was for free way beer. shorter than 40 yards. For free so, beer, I'd much rather have the pressure of going to the Super Bowl than, uh, <laughs> right. than free beer. I just think that you a, yeah, if, you give, if you give somebody five shots at a 40-yard field goal, it's not as difficult. But if they only have one shot at it, I think it's a lot harder than people think, for sure. Okay, so if we're going to have one shot, that maybe that's what they were getting at. Because you get one shot at a four-minute mile, you know if you can run a four-minute mile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you're, if you're running 352, you can, you you're gonna, you're, if you're running like a 356 mile, you're going to be like, all right. Eight times out of ten, I'm gonna be able to run. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to have a bad day. I think if the that's only the case. thing that makes the four minute mile difficult is that is like an elite thing. Like that's what 40, I was thinking. I was like, a four minute mile is not a long field goal by an oh, high school. Standards. Like, there's a, there's I, a yeah, kicker I've on every that. high school team that has a kicker, right? That can hit a forty yard um, field. A four hundred foot home run is pretty rare, but I mean, there's one once once or twice a week in the NFL or in the MLB. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, there's 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 not four minute miles every day. I mean, at every professional track meet, there might be, what, five or six guys that can do it? You know what I mean? It's not something that just ever, anybody can go out and do. I don't know. You'd have to ask your dad on that one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I would, have, I would have no estimate on how many people can actually run a solid, like, four-minute mile. Right. You know what I mean? I guess it's on. It, it's a double digits. It's not triple digits. You know what I mean? 
He brings up a good point. Jeff says, what year was the first 40-yard field goal? What year was the first 400-foot home run? That's a good point. Way before the four-minute mile, yes. And that's that's kind of what that's we're saying, uh, Jeff, is exactly yeah, that. down the four-minute mile has got to be. Right, and exactly. And it really is unless unless you get one chance. You know what I mean? Right. If you were to say, all right, go out there and run a four-minute mile, well, of course, I already know I can run a four-minute mile. Okay, go out and run it. All right, you get one chance to kick a 40-yard field goal. Yeah, okay. Like you said, there's even pros that miss a 40-yard field goal. So, right. And obviously, a 400-foot home run, that's still a monster home run. Exactly. But if you have like, okay, on one home run, you get one home run, it's got to be 400. Is it a 400-footer? Yeah, right. exactly. So, all right, buddy. Well, thanks again for joining us, guys. Another, some other good comments and stuff like that. So let us know what you guys for think. Sure. Thanks for joining us on A to G tonight on Spitfire. Adam Amble with Garrett Collier. Thanks for joining us live on Facebook. Let's hit up the next question, G, or the next debate. Yeah, so what you, you posed the question to me at one point, if I could be any athlete, whose life would I want? Ooh, any athlete, okay. Now, right. I'm going to ask you, if you could, if you had to play a team sport, a professional team sport, Ooh, okay. okay. what team would you pick? Now, this is tough because you have to consider like location, GM, head well, coaching. I'm going through all of that in my mind right There's now. There's a lot buddy, going so. into it. So... <laughs> Where are you going? What sport are you playing? Oh, gosh. Gosh, it'd almost be like what sport first. Right. Right. Uh, and it's got to be a team sport. It doesn't have to be the big four, right? No. Okay. You can play cricket if you want. If you oh, want to no, move to that. India. Yeah, I'd be in Mumbai. No. No. <laughs> Just no. Any sport you want. Oh, that's a great question. Boy, I'd have to go. Okay, so I'm going to go with do you consider – See for me, I just I would just love the sport. Do you consider NASCAR like a team sport? Absolutely. With I mean, yeah, okay. I guess I, just a question because That's I know fair. a lot of you know it. It is mostly about the individual, right? In, in, right. in NASCAR, but, no, I mean, but you still have you so know the pit pitting and stuff like that would be so like an F one driver would be insane because you get to travel across the world. That's it's true. A, it's a ritzy. You get the adrenaline going, but a lot of people don't like that. You know, yeah. obviously like we talked before, like golf would probably be the best, but that's an individual sport. Right. 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 Yeah. That, well, that was the, more the reason I said team sport because I'm thinking like, so I would pick a soccer team, but I would pick like somewhere cool in Europe. Like I'd want to play for like one of the London so like or like if I was like a play, Man U or something like that or well, just like I, a, I mean I would pick Arsenal European like a, my Arsenal team, okay but, but like what I was thinking was like if you pick the NFL like what team are you gonna play then you have to think about like personnel wise like like I would not want to be I would I love the Detroit Lions they would be one oh, of the last franchises but I would pick you, to then play you say for. Patriots you're like eh you got cold weather Boston, and stuff and not, I think I'd be I'd go play for somebody that sucked in Florida like Miami or the Bucks either one because you have no pressure to be any good they suck every okay, year okay what about Great what about weather. someone like the Rams out in LA That'd I mean you got to pay I don't pay know if a lot I love of LA though maybe the Titans in Nashville for me cuz I love Nashville there you go. have such a Nashville and they're fashion. they're decently ran team right. you know what I mean they're they're not they're not the Lions you know yeah they've got a shot at the playoffs yeah that's that's pretty good I think it'd be cool to be, you know, to be honest with you, I hate to say it because I don't care much for them. Uh, the Cowboys yeah. playing in Jerry's world. Uh, it's a really good, well-run yeah, cool. organization. You get, you get the, you get the cash, you get the, yeah. uh, the publicity, the media is all over you. It's America's team, right? I've True. never thought of them as it, True. but boy, I tell you what, wouldn't that be something that would be, it would be cool to play in that stadium every yeah. Summer. So, well, so for if it, if it was football, the one problem with football is then I go to injuries CTE and it's City, a, boy. it is a, uh, <laughs> yeah. it is a collision sport Short shelf life. Yeah. You know, I don't, I think football would be the last I, I'd pick baseball, dude. The problem is the seasons are just too long. I don't care. I mean, I, go, I'll, I'll play left field. You're working. I mean, you're working every day. Field. I don't care. I'll play left field. man. So that's the only reason I want to pick baseball. I'd pick baseball. I just think... a long Tom. Tom Horvath says Japanese baseball. Oh, heck yeah. Play for one of those that's Japanese even teams and like, 
that that in like one of the major cities out there that'd be cool yeah that would be fun yeah dude baseball's so easy on your body you can play for it really is but remember we discussed that before how often those guys get injured for crying out loud exactly you don't really <laughs> so, end up working every day you exactly you spend the, half the year on the dl oh exactly and some of those guys yeah they get the, the most ticky tack right injuries well, and whatnot about, uh Oh, I'm going to mess up the player. Somebody for the Astros just got a rib, a sprained rib from a massage he was getting the other day. Well, you got to watch out for those massages. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. But yeah. That, so that yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go with the, I'd, I'd go with the baseball is probably the Japanese baseball is actually really That's good. A That's good a good call. But I would, I would go with baseball simply because it is a little more relaxing, low key, body, but you're not going to get into like a contact injury. Yes. Hurt, collision, like a, a collision injury, a pull. Personally, I would go with like an F1. I would go with that one because I like the intensity. I want the intensity. Yeah. You're working one day and those races aren't that long. You know, they're only about an hour and a half to two yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, it is intense. Did you watch the Indy 500? Oh, heck yes, I did. The, that, the, the whole last thing. It was great. Laps were crazy. Oh, he passed them on the back, the back stretch. They had like four lead changes so in the last few laps. Yeah, weird. that was wild. Yeah. And <laughs> Zach French says, and you can be a Yahoo and yes, always fit your back. <laughs> always fit your back. I.E. Zeke. Yeah. Oh, back to the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Back to playing for the Cowboys, which I, I think that would probably be the best NFL team. If you're looking at all of those things, mm. they're always, they're always, I mean, they've won the I NFC don't want to East listen to Jerry for, Jones in meetings twice a week. Hey, he's kind of lightened up, but he's, he's loyal to you. I'll True. tell you what, if True. you, if you are a good player oh, yeah. for him, he loves he's gonna, Tony Romo when everybody else hated him. Oh yeah. He loves Dak. He's probably going to pay Dak. Yeah. You know, that's true. Uh, regardless. That's true. So, all right. Well, let's move on again. Thanks for joining us, guys, on the A to G show. Again, leave us some comments on the opinions that you guys have and whatnot. We really appreciate them. We'll try to read them out loud here. So here's another uh, kind of – we'll go back to the NBA on this one. Okay. Is the NBA lottery draft the best draft no. method? You no. hate it? Do you hate, hate it? it? I hate it. It's so dumb. Uh, it's the only sport that has it still, I believe. Oh, yes. Uh, why? You're the only ones. Just – and devil's advocate here because I don't care much for it either. But it's it to keep teams from tanking. tanking. It, is it working? Not at all. Uh, the Knicks pretty much tanked at the end of the season this year right. on purpose. Exactly, and they didn't still get so. That's only, why they don't do it because then the that's why they I'm keep the not, lottery. But I'm saying it's not working to prevent teams from tanking. They're still tanking. Right, the, but the Knicks keep, tanked this year. It, the Pelicans keeps, tanked this year. The Lakers tanked some, this year. It keeps it in the back of their mind though, because everyone thought that the Knicks Five were going to get tanked in the NBA this year. Better than. Half Seven? of them better no, than half, half of them. them would because you still get all the playoff. If you get Zion in there, yeah, I guarantee half of them would be tanking. But like I the Lakers, the Lakers got I don't know how they there's another question is the lottery fixed? Yes, is yeah, I agree. Probably well, actually, no, because the Knicks should have got because the Knicks would <laughs> the Knicks and Zion would have been amazing. Man, the Knicks this will year. be fine. The Knicks are gonna get Kevin Durant. They're fine. I know, but you get to, everyone and their brother wanted Zion to go to the Knicks. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Just, silly, just for man. the brand just make it based and on record. That's like look at how the NFL does it. Is anybody tanking in the NFL? I don't think so. It's tough in the NFL. Uh, that's a good question. I don't think anybody's. You know, tanking. a lot of them. You know, a lot of them will bench the QB and stuff like that, which well, is that's... which is smart in my right. mind. You don't want to injure them for crying right. out loud. No reason to get that's, injured if you're. You know, I guess it's, it's hard to compare NFL with NBA because NFL. You set your players if you're not going to. Right. You, you got to yeah. rest them. It's a totally different sport. It's a totally different risk. Right. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know, man. I, don't, I guess I don't mind tanking. To me, that's strategic, right? I mean, it's part of, it's part of the game. If, if you can tank and, and get a good draft pick and then be good the next year, good for you. Fair enough. I just think it's it's it sucks for the fans. 
You know, it definitely sucks for the, the right. people that buy those season tickets. Yeah, and that's fair. And here's another Root one. Too. for somebody else. What do you think about, uh, not to go off this subject, but kind yeah. of the same thing. What do you think about NBA players that like sit the games and stuff like that for rest and whatnot? If it's in their contract that they're allowed to do it, good. If, if, a, if, a, if a GM decides that he doesn't want players on his team resting, put it in their contract. If you're healthy, you have to play. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're not going to get any free I agent. Think, I just think it's a bummer for the little kid that gets to go, that is so it, hyped to. It absolutely is. But here's the thing. The NBA is so based on getting to the playoffs. If you can win 43 games and get to the playoffs, then rest the guys in the other 30. I, you know I, what I mean? You should be able to see that, though. I'm talking, uh, you know, quarter of the way through the season and stuff like that. We got a couple of comments here. Sure. Zach French, it's rigged for the big markets. It's Only this year has it played out like this. Completely agree. Yep. Uh, Thomas Horvath, the NBA regular season is irrelevant. The final four rarely changes. At the very least, the players are the same. That's that's also very the true. The last decade, that's been really true. And I believe the Pelicans, Zach French says, I believe the Pelicans are still partially owned by the NBA. Remember, Chris Paul to the Lakers deal was overturned. That is also true. Yeah. So they yeah, did kind of. That's the funny thing that the league has control over trades. I mean, Adam Silver has been pretty hands off and has allowed pretty much everything to go through, to be fair. That was a David Stern trade that got de declined. But yeah, I think, I just think the, the, the lottery is silly. I think if a team wants to tank and try to try to, try to improve through the draft, that's great. They're they're not going to go out and sign four big name free agents that year. You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with it at all. If that's how you want to get good, go for it. It doesn't seem to work. I can't think of any teams that have tanked and won a championship in the NBA. None right. of the teams that have won guess, a championship. I guess a lot of times we don't know if they're tanking or not. The closest well, I can think of is the 76ers. That's what I was just going to say. They, the 76ers. They're, they're good there again now. The, the process, right? They're good the again process. now. It's a process, yeah. right? But they're not, they're not going to win a championship. Um, and their one and their one draft pick was a bust. What was his face from Washington? Uh, a couple of years, the number one pick, Marco Fultz. Fultz, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Other, they had a bunch of other good picks. Ben Simmons, great pick. Joel That's what I'm saying. Like they pick. actually, they actually had a bust though because I mean, they Edgel were drafted. Pretty, was a good pick. He's actually pretty good. Pretty so well New Orleans, yeah. So yeah, they're the one team I can think of that has tanked and been successful, but they still, they don't have a ring. They haven't yeah, even true, been to the Eastern Conference Finals. So. They are young, and they're going to have to pay works, those guys. Yeah, let them tank. I don't know. I don't see an issue. I don't have an issue with it. Um, what do you got, G? Stay, yeah, I would say staying on basketball, the whole one and done rule. What are your thoughts? Will it change? Should it change? Yeah, I think it should change. To what? Kids, the kids should have an absolute right to go make money. Yeah, did you it see also, RJ Hampton is going to play New Zealand? Yeah, Number I did. Five overall recruit. Gonna I go did. Play pro ball. I did see that. Uh, good for him. Yeah, good for him. These kids, these kids, you shouldn't. That's that's a dictatorship. You should not be forced to go to college. If you don't want to go to college, go do something else. Yeah. The NBA should absolutely say, guess what? If you, if you're a legal adult, you can come play in the NBA. You right. know what I mean? That's for liability purposes. Not because no, right. Now, right. now don't get me wrong. I don't think kids should do that, but I don't think it's, it's, it's not the NBA's job to, to dictate. LeBron absolutely had no business going to college. It was great for him to go right to the pros. That's what I'm saying, G. That's what I'm saying. I don't think some of these kids are not ready to go to the NBA. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Think but I a lot of times, because of this rule, they have to go to college, and they got to mature a little bit. You mature in college, right? Absolutely. A lot, about 95% of these guys will mature in college because they should stay right. at least two years. I think that there should be – this has always been my thought on it. It should be just the same as football. I mean, why, why are the rules different? Is that – Obviously, it's because the NFL and the NBA are in charge, not the NCAA in that in that department. Yeah. But to me, if you you never really see guys 
get in trouble with like uh, their their maturity level is either they're either by the time they're out of college and football they're either an idiot and they're making dumb choices and NFL teams their draft stock plummets, or they've wised up in three years in college and they're ready for a professional life as an mm-hmm. athlete with millions mm-hmm. of dollars. And I think that would be wonderful for the NBA. You see a lot of these even these one and done guys get into a lot of trouble their first few years in the league. I agree because they're not ready for it. They're nineteen years old. I agree. Um, yeah, they're nineteen year old millionaires. On the flip side of that coin, there's LeBron James. There's that's why I said 95%. 95% of these Kevin kids need to go you know, but mature. That, but that 5% deserve the chance, in my opinion, to go pro right away. So it's it's such a it's such a hard thing. But they were, you know I, mean, I mean, they were mature. I mean, think about LeBron, Kobe, KG. We were hearing about those guys in high school. You know, Right, what I mean? that's we're, what I'm saying, though. There are the exception to the rules. So, like, how do you monitor that? How do you, who did who like I said, be able to determine that? In terms of a, in terms of running your league, I absolutely disagree with the NBA's choice to force these kids to go to college or, or they can't go to the NBA, right? right? They can't go to the NBA. Right. From the player standpoint, I think they should absolutely go to college. Like I said, 95% of them, you know, there's always those diamonds in the rough that, right. that we'll see. Of course, never always 100% of them, but I feel uh, 95% of them are not mature enough to go to the NBA. Right. Uh, are not ready to start living on their own and become millionaires and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You get, like I said, you go to college to mature and stuff like that, your body and your mind, you know, right. that's, that's where you're out on your own. You're not at the, the, the parents place or, no, for or sure. anything for sure. anymore. You're not a God, you know, at your, at your high school anymore. And yeah. you know, a lot of these guys are, but I just uh, think that, I mean, it's, it's so hard to tell these kids like, Oh, you, you're worth $4 million on your first contract, but mm-hmm. you can't go get it. Sorry. You yep. got to go to college. Sorry. For two years. That's what I'm saying. That's and NCAA a, that's has a... you on a rental program essentially at that point. And that's super frustrating. I mean, you hear these stories about, you know, even the guys like Arian Foster in the NFL who, who played in college football said his coaches were having to buy him food because he couldn't eat. Um, when he could have gone to the NFL two years early, had two years more to make money in the NFL, potentially, obviously injuries, and he might not have been ready, whatever. But, I mean, it absolutely is just an opportunity for players to make more money if, if, if the rule goes away. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I agree. Uh, we got a couple of comments here, Scott Uberry. Sure. Players should be able to go to pro if they think they're ready and there's a team willing to take them, regardless of age or sport. Fair I think enough. I think we're on the, the same page with that, Fair of enough, course. yeah. Zach French, I think if they choose to go to college, they should have to go two years. But if they choose to go pro out of high school, let them. I think every I think everyone is kind of pro. Well, hold on, let's see. Tom yeah. Tom Horvath, think about conditioning when it comes to playing right out of high school. The players, the player is accustomed to being the best athlete in town, not equipped to play against the big boys. That's true. That's, a lot of times We've that seen is it, that we've is seen true. It a lot of times that these guys get to that level and they need a year or two to, to develop. So, but but that's where the rules should come into play. Like you you have the choice, and if you go to college, but. The only issue that I have is the one and done thing. You shouldn't be able to just have a one year rental stop like Zion and RJ and Cam. I'll just and, and because That's I think silly. it's kind of pointless. Exactly. There's no reason exactly. for it. There's there needs to be either a you go pro now or three years, just like the NFL rule. I have no problem with that. Scott, you very female tennis players and golfers go pro super young, and then just soccer players, so do lacrosse players, yeah. all across every other sport other than football and basketball. And your pop says seventeen year olds do not belong in the NFL. Yeah, man, it's a I tough can, one. Now, here's another one for you because the only other sport that I can think close to the NFL would be NHL hockey. And you have, what, the OHL 
and stuff yeah. like that. Man, where you can weird. go. I know some guys that like when I was living in Utah, I had a buddy that he he was a, a really really good hockey player. He went and played in Canada and like it's called like juniors or something like that yeah. for two yep. years. Then came back to the states and played college for four years and then was in it's not the OHL. It's one of the leagues out west. I don't know what it's called. But yeah, he like he they bounce around like crazy. They do in, in hockey. Hockey's and they go, goofy. And don't forget like the the juniors. Like those guys are insane. They play those games on like Nash or like right. international TV and right. stuff like that. No, like so, he, I mean, he was playing against guys in juniors that were like getting ready to go to the to the yeah. NHL. Yeah, and then he came back to play college at like twenty. He played for three years in college. He was twenty three when I met him, and now he's he's in the NHL now. Um, but I mean, I can agree with your dad too on that one, simply because it's t- your. <laughs> I don't yeah, think man. your body is ready to rock those guys. But, you, I mean, there's a handful. You might exactly. There's five percent. There's always right? exceptions there's, there's to that. To every to every rule like that. I mean, like I've seen pictures of like some of these running backs. Like uh, I can't remember who it was. One of the, Kirk Cousins, the old state quarterback, tweeted out. I was wondering. Why well, you got Just listen. <laughs> he tweeted out like a picture of him next at seventeen, next to I want to say it was Trent Richardson. At 17, he goes, no wonder I didn't get any D1 offers until my senior year. Right. And it's because right. he didn't look like Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson was 220, juiced to the gills. He was a monster. At 17 yeah. years old. Yeah. You know? And, and and at a position like running back, if you can go right out of high school and, and you add three years that what you would have spent in college making millions of dollars playing football, who are we to tell these kids that they shouldn't be able to do that? I agree. I think I think everyone's kind of in agreement, and except it, for maybe your dad. You know what? The, the only other thing that I, that I would compare it to is, like, if I'm a brilliant mathematician and someone is willing to give me – early college admission, I get through college and I get placed at a job at 17 years old. There's no sort of governing body that says, no, you can't do that's that. That's what, that's what I, that's kind of the point from, if I'm, it's, a, if it's I'm a great stupid... musician and I'm 12 and, and somebody wants to hire me to play violin in some orchestra for a million dollars a year, there's no governing body telling me, no, you're not allowed. It's very to true. That. The only thing I would say that's different is obviously your body is, is ready to go. Okay, if you're a mathematician, you're 17, their parents you know, have to sign a waiver, you know, well, of course, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I still think you have to be a legal adult. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think be, you'd have to have graduated from maybe, high school. Maybe that's my one stipulation on yep. that rule. Please be please be eighteen because you have to be able uh, to consent that your body is. Yes, whatever. exactly, yeah. right. exactly. So thanks for joining us. What was that? The one and done rule. Yeah. There, G. Let's move. On. We got one time for one more subject before call the three. Let me pick out. I got a couple a uh, couple of fun ones here. But uh, what do you think, G? Is it a punk move to bail before shaking hands after a game? I mean, at what level? Oh, man, we might have to go with like all of them. <laughs> because so here's like in high school, it's very, uh, you're almost required. I've never, I mean, I played sports in high school. All my friends played sports in high school. I went to plenty of games. I've never seen kids get away with bailing. If you bail, you right. are punished. Um, I've, I've seen, I've seen individuals, never the whole team and stuff like I've that. Refuse individuals. I've it, seen individuals walk it, off the court and it almost well, causes a I've fight. I've seen that, but they've, they've gotten in trouble for it. They've been punished. So yeah, obviously it's not cool at that level in college. I think it's the same. I think you're still technically a student athlete. We can get into that argument a different day, but, um, you're representing that, that school. You know what I mean? You're expected yeah. to behave yep. a certain way. You absolutely should still be shaking hands after him. But if you look at if you look at the NBA, if you look at the MLB, if you look at the NHL, if you look at the NFL, they don't always shake hands at the end of the Not game. Not always. Yeah, they're supposed to. Are they? Yeah. Well, they're supposed to, and I guess the again devil's advocate to that is we got to set a good example for the yeah the youth. But, and stuff but I'm like saying that. like um in the NBA, I'm just saying, do you think it's a punk move? To leave before the game is over or just to not shake hands? Just to not shake hands. Not at all. Especially as as an individual. Especially if your team's out there shaking hands and stuff like that. Well, I mean, 
It's I don't know. I think it's so circumstantial. A punk move. Not do you have to or not. You I think it's like circumstantial. It's I think there, I think yeah. If you just fouled out and lost the game by one, and you're just being a crybaby, you don't want to go shake hands. Then yes, you're being a punk. But if you just got blown out by 15, and you don't feel like going to hang out with some guys you just got your butt kicked by, then go back to the locker room. Fair you're enough. Professional. Yeah. I don't have to. If I'm if I'm a, if I'm a, again compare it to. I think so often we put sports in like this bubble, like it's not real life. Compare it to like. If I'm a stockbroker and somebody just bought a bunch of stock and flipped it and I wasn't able to do it, do I have to go shake his hand at the end of the day before I go home? No. It's such a silly thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, not a lot of kids are watching stockbrokers do stuff. And let, to be <sighs> honest so with you, silly, to be though. honest with you, G, uh, I will put sports up there on a pedestal because it is so watched. It is so, uh, it is so advertised. It's so much money. It's people that we look up to. Um, there are certain things that, uh, you yeah, know, you there's certain things that three players after every NFL game, there's probably what's that. Are, am I, if I'm Tom Brady, do I have to go shake hands with all 53 players in the lines after I beat them by 40? I wouldn't say that. No. And I'm not so saying, punk I'm not saying go, that. So if I'm Tom Brady and I just go shake Matt Stafford's hand and then I dip and go to the locker room, am I a punk? Or am I just like, hey, man, I ain't got time to shake 53 people's hands. I'm Tom no, Brady. No, because I guess the question was never shake everyone's hand. I sneeze, $100 <laughs> bills come out. Like, I'm I saying mean, when, the, when the end of the game is you just run off the field and nothing. Let's see. What do we got here? We got, uh, let's see. Jeff Collier. Folk, oh, jeez. Jeff Collier, why would you not shake hands? I assume that's a question. Uh, Zach French, if it's a huge upset in college, I have to say get the team off the court. Safety concerns. That's a good point. They always be storming the floor. That's a good yeah. point because they the fans. shake hands first, though. The, the, fans, the fans rush the court, they though. Do. So get out, get out of yeah. there. That's a good point. Tom Horvath, so soccer yeah. shakes before, and if it's a respectable yep. match, to shake the. Yeah, oh, soccer, that's kind of cool. Soccer yeah. does a cool thing before that's the game. That's a good point. Yeah, I remember. I mean, in high school and college and stuff, they, even at the professional. That's a good they point. That's a good point. Before and after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the jersey swap has kind of calmed the post-game tension down. If you notice, I mean, like so, Dwayne Wade this year, everybody knew he was going to retire at the end of the season. Yeah. And I think football and basketball have taken it from soccer actually, where they'll just swap jerseys at the end of the game. Um, so Dwayne Wade, it was his last game. Anytime he, whoever guarded him that game, he generally gave them. That's that's respect that right there. Exactly, and, and that the, is something the NFL that has become super popular as well. Even even as an adult, I look up to that. You know what right, I mean? I'm right. like, that's it's awesome. To have, great to to, job to battle with a dude for 60 minutes and then you know swap jerseys at the end of the night. It's pretty cool. All right, right on. Well, we are gonna move on to call the three, folks. Uh, thanks for joining us again on the A to G show here on this beautiful Wednesday evening in Jackson, Michigan. I am Adam Amble with Garrett Collier. Again, this is the A to G show. Make sure you comment. Thanks for all the discussions and stuff that for you sure. guys are you guys are uh, really we really appreciate it it's been a good time so far yeah, sure. into our favorite segment though of call the three gee i'm gonna go ahead and go first this week Fire i know you've away, went first man. in the last couple weeks for sure so my first one is there's been some great skits movies commercials etc with athletes in them who is or was your favorite athlete actor or actress oh, in all of this that's so hard <laughs> i can um... i can think of at least two that I really enjoy. Jesus Shuttle, Ray Allen is Jesus Shuttle's. Oh, I like it. That's a good one. That's a, that's a great one. Such a good movie with him and Denzel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but the first, the first one who came to mind was uh, Troy Palomalu in those old hair commercials with the no, head Those are great too. Yeah. I don't know those why are, that was the first thing that came to mind, but I think Jesus Shuttlesworth is probably my favorite. Okay, right. What about on. you? Uh, I'd have to go with I love Peyton Manning in the Big Brothers or whatever, Big Sisters, the N SNL oh, skit. Oh, he's doming the kids. Yeah, yeah. Yes. or the United Way or whatever one it was. Of them in the porta potty. Uh, you yeah, know how much yeah. trouble you'd get in if you put that out now in 2019? Oh my goodness, I know. And that was only like six years ago. Oh, he's, I think Peyton Manning does a great job with that one and stuff. He's good in uh, those nationwide I, commercials with Brad Paisley. Yes, now too. yes. Yeah, he's yeah, the he's nationwide good. ones. Uh, what were the ones? Oh my gosh. Oh, I forget. It was a credit card commercials. 
He always was a couple was years ago. Yeah, wow. Peyton was the star of those two. Let us know, guys. Uh, Peyton's if we're just out here some... getting money. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care how he gets it. He just wants money. Yeah. Also, I, I do like The Rock and, and a lot of uh, yeah. Some so in decent. terms of acting and stuff like that. I think for he, sure. He's not going to win an Oscar, I doubt. No. But uh, that's no. pretty good. Okay, so we mentioned when was it last week? I believe uh, during the summer. You know, not a lot of stuff to yeah. watch. We're yeah. kind of in a dead period. However. Um, Oh, we did mention like when the Olympics, like the Summer Olympics mm-hmm. are on and yep. stuff like that in the summer. Now, out of all the Winter or Summer Olympics, uh, I know you're not, you've, you've seen a few less than a lot of well, myself and a lot of our viewers <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. However, what has been your most memorable Olympics and why is that? And before you answer, we got Zach French likes to Peyton Manning, my mom. Hi, mom. Welcome back home. Uh, Peyton is the best. They really like in the Peyton ones. So. I love Peyton. Man. Yep. So sorry, yeah. What's your what's your most memorable Olympics? Uh, oh man, there's a couple that stick out, or maybe maybe most memorable Olympic moments even would be. I, would I be was gonna say good. moments wise, it's easy for me. It's it's the first time that Usain Bolt won the hundred meter in the world record time. I don't know why I became such a big fan of his pri- just prior to that Olympics and like the year leading up to it. I started following him like where he was racing on weekends and where he was training and who he was training with and stuff. And I just got super into it. I mean, I was running track at the time in high school, so it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, I was young and, uh, it was 08. So <laughs> I was, yeah, I'd have been in middle school running wow. track yeah, in high school, school folks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just got super into it. And then so to watch him run the hundred, 200 and four by one and get three gold medals. And then he did it two more times. Um, so for some reason, the 2016 summer Olympics, my sister and I had just moved into this apartment in Utah. We didn't have a TV. We didn't have cable or anything. And we just streamed it all on my computer and her computer. We'd sit, we had just gotten jobs, but she hadn't started school yet. So we would just sit in our living room, had nothing to do except watch the Olympics. So we watched, which is cool. That's so we watched everything like the qualifying of yeah. like equestrian. We're like, we don't know dick about what's going on right now, <laughs> but we're going to watch it because we had nothing else to do. Um, well, I bet, I bet you got your full fill of uh, events did. though. Oh, I was, I was ready to be done with by the end of it. I was like, all right, this can wrap up anytime. But yeah, I'd probably say those summer Olympics. I'm not a big winter Olympics guy. If really? it's on, I'll watch it. I'm really? definitely going out of my way. It's tough just because there's not a lot of solid team sports in the Winter Olympics, you know? Yeah. Plus, I don't know a lot of the events and like, Why the downhill. is basketball in the Summer Olympics, not the Winter Olympics? It's a good, because it's more of a – it seems to me, anyway, that it's, it's – I've always considered basketball kind of a summer sport, even though it's played in the winter. Hmm. Uh, in the winter, it's an indoor it's sport, it's right? it's during the off-season NBA. They don't want to – I mean, same NBA. things with, like, uh-huh. gymnastics and volleyball and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was in, – and Tom Horvath kind of – Kind of just stayed Michael Johnson's gold shoes. That was a '96 oh, Atlanta Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember watching. I remember watching. Obviously, uh, the dream team. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Yep. Yeah, Michael Johnson's golden shoes were amazing, just because it was it was so fun, and he just he just flew. You know what I mean? We had a great squad, a great great relay team. So even like the track and field was great. Yep. The basketball was great. Our gymnastics team was fantastic yep. that year. And geez, I was only thirteen at that point. Geez, right. So I was I was a young pup too right. back in '96. So it's and there. Oh, actually, there was uh, the the bombing, the bombing yeah. that occurred. So that made it pretty yeah. memorable. That's that true. was pretty cool. We got a couple good ones here. Horvath did say the the gold shoes. Zach yep. French, Phelps winning all those medals. That is cool. Yeah. But that stretches across a lot of Olympics, right there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And uh, then your dad, the '84 Summer Olympics, U.S. domination, first women's marathon won by U.S. lady. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, uh, I was uh, born 12 years after that. So. Uh, I was one. I was <laughs> one. So we don't so, remember that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. But good point. Yeah. Thanks for that, Jeff. Uh, thanks for the comments, guys, on that. Uh, so the next one across those same li- or along those same lines. Sure. 
there's some prestigious items such as a gold medal and stuff like that that are given to athletes mm. for winning and stuff like that. Now, would this is good. Would you rather win an Olympic individual gold medal as like an insane underdog to wear like kind of like Michael Johnson in the gold shoes and stuff like that? Uh, or win that green jacket at the Masters as, as, as a favorite, as green a favorite. Green so you just run jacket. away with it. Not exciting at I all. I don't care. Okay. I would wear it every day. If I had a green jacket, I would wear it every day for the rest of my life. Those are, it's like, it's so iconic, man. Like you can't see a green jacket as a, even as a minor sportsman and not know exactly what it represents. How many gold medals are given out in a summer Olympics? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, we're talking memorable, memorable gold medals. I don't, I don't know who won the masters two years ago. But I remember it was it was Patrick Reed. But I don't care. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, want a green I jacket. don't. I want to. There's only how many green jackets are out there? I don't know how many years the Masters has been. A hundred, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. There's one. I don't know. Per I don't year. care. <laughs> There's one per year, man. Masters, easy. Okay, fair it's enough. It's Augusta. Like, you know how I feel about golf, though. You yeah. know, golf is yeah, my like absolutely. Golf's my dream. Like, if I was gonna be a pro athlete, it would be golf for sure. So, what about winning like the the World Cup again? You're not even oh. supposed to be there. Uh like, uh, what's her name? Brandy Chastain style. Oh. I mean, how iconic is that? You know what I mean? That's what Do I'm I saying. How iconic is that? I mean, think about it. Yeah. The, the winning penalty, it's all tied up. You make it, you win. World Cup. You're right. I, I, I might, I might be on that too. Okay. But, and I don't even like soccer. So yeah, man, that's what I was going to say. Like you're uniting a country at that point. Well, same thing with Olympic gold yeah, but medal. Yeah, but there's a hundred sports in the Olympics. There's one. There's, it's, the World Cup is one sport, and one team gets the trophy at the end. There's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a couple. We got a couple comments. Yeah. Tom Masters, of course, every day. Call your Olympics gold medal. It was my dream as a kid. Fifteen hundred meter champion. Of course it was. Of course, of course it was. Zach French green jacket for sure. Although gold medal says that you are best in the world. Yeah. Which so, uh, no, the Masters because you got four majors and stuff right. a year and whatnot. Yeah, it doesn't say you're the best. It just says you were the best that week. That's yep. fair. That's yep. a fair point. Yeah, yep. I think if it was between the Olympics and the Green Jacket, I'd take the Green Jacket. But if we're talking the World Cup, man, that's the most famous. I think trophy that'd be sports, pretty sick. You think? Or the Super Bowl, the Vince Lombardi oh, Trophy. Yeah, all right, am I up? Is that all three? You yeah, one? yeah, all three. Yep. All right, uh, NBA Finals starts tomorrow. Best Finals performance you can remember. In best your Finals performance. <sighs> Honestly, it was LeBron, even though yeah. they lost it. Even though they lost okay. the one oh, that they the, lost. They lost yeah. it? Okay. He, cool. Remember, he was going to be MVP oh. and they lost. Yeah, he almost was. Yeah. That's he just, point. he took the whole time. I was going to say LeBron the they won it, but I was just curious if, if, if that was yours as well. Yeah. And, and, and I would like to preface what my opinion on that with the fact that I was rooting so hard for the Warriors, not LeBron and not, um, and not the Cavs. So uh, I hate them, but he played great. <laughs> Um, I do too. I can't stand them. Number two, Tiger and Peyton Manning played in a pro-am together. Okay. And I just wonder, what did they talk about for five hours? Like, what do you think <laughs> What do you think that Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods walk around talking about for five hours on a golf course? Oh, goodness. What if they didn't say a word to each other? It's just super awkward. Yeah, they're, they're just like all by themselves the whole time. Like zero words. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Like, but, but seriously though, they're both so rich and so famous. Like what did they talk about all day? They had to just walk around together. Oh my goodness! Can you what, like, what like talk about lot? wanting to be a fly on a wall? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I want to be glued to 
Tiger Woods golf bag. To be honest with you, you know, Peyton's such a goofball that he probably just asked Tiger about golfing all day long. Like, what do I do? What do I do here? What do I do here? What do I do here? And then he'll like shank it. He was probably cool with it. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. Or Tiger, you know. I said insurance. That's hilarious. Peyton's just slipping nationwide comments in there left and right. Oh, that's awesome. I like it. That's awesome. I like it. That's good. Neck issues. Oh, that's messed up. That's dark, Allison. That's dark. That's messed up. All right, my last one. Tim Tebow has been in AAA all year. He's now hitting 161. He just got struck out by a position player who had never pitched before. Do you think he'll ever see an MLB roster? No. Or do you think he should just become an analyst? Probably an analyst. I mean, he's a stud as an analyst. Everyone really likes Tebow. He's great. Everyone really likes Tebow. Yep. Super. Yeah. I tell you, we uh, ate dinner with him down in New Orleans when we were down there for. Yeah. Yeah. Sat sat like from me to you away. I just I want to see him play in the MLB, man. I mean, why? Just gonna. I mean, he'll strike out. I want him to hit one home run. I want the guy to get one career home run in the MLB, and that's it. After that. So let me ask you this: You were you actually a Tebow fan? Uh, Yes, I think he should have stayed in the MLB. If if I was the Broncos, I never would let him go. He won a playoff game. We think that, Scotty. If you're still watching. I've talked about this. I don't think I've talked about it with Scotty, actually. It's funny because he's the only Broncos fan I know. Well, he's one of a handful of Broncos fans I know, but he's probably the biggest. Um, it, it was ugly, always. He'd go 9 of 21 with 115 yards, a touchdown and two picks, but they would win the game. They'd win. And at the end of the day, what matters? Wins and losses. A.K.A. Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl champion. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And guess what, guys? Let's face it. Tim Tebow has more playoff wins than Matt Stafford does. That's a fact. <laughs> just a, a fact, fact, folks. You know, I bet you could come up with a pretty good list of quarterbacks that don't have a, a playoff win, and Tebow does. Some very good quarterbacks. Yeah. Because I think Stafford's a good quarterback. I, I, I think mean, Stafford's a, a really good He's a solid tier two quarterback and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. So, uh, hopefully he can lead us... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Scotty. Yeah, she was. She wasn't too hard on the eyes, was she, buddy? Oh, I remember man. eating with Tebow's Mrs. Universe fiance. Yeah, they weren't. His they weren't now. engaged yet. They His weren't engaged at that point. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, that's a good round of call the three sure. folks. Uh, again, thanks for joining us. We'll go over some other quick news, really quick. Other quick news, really quick. Sorry about that. A little redundant. Sorry about that, folks. But we got NBA Finals starting tomorrow, as G mentioned earlier. It's yep. in Toronto. G, I mean, who do you got? You got Golden State by a ton. Before you answer, we got Zach. Never play big leagues. If Michael couldn't do it, he never will. And he probably still could be a backup in the NFL. Exactly. He could that's be a backup nice. in the NFL, but no one will sign him. It's so d- oh. That's yeah. That's I'm kind of that's kind of what we're we're. That's saying, why he went right? to play so. baseball. Um, I think the Warriors. So yeah, gee, who, sorry, who do you got? Warriors and six. Warriors and six, really? Because they're gonna. That's you know that's what a lot of people have been saying. They're actually. gonna split the first two. They're gonna win both at home. Then they're gonna win. In, yeah, I think I think Warriors will take game one. Toronto will take game two. Then Warriors will win three in a row. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got. I'll, I'll take war. You know what? I'll take Warriors and five just to be different. I, I will think- say this though. I will say this. This is as a Warriors fan. This is the first time I've been worried going into the finals. Even when they lost to the Cavs, I thought they were going to run them. I really was super confident that the Warriors would win. Um, why do you say that? Why do you say that, G? That I'm worried. No. Why do you say? Why are you a Warriors? Why do you want? I've liked the Warriors ever since they had Monsa Ellis and Baron Davis. I loved both of them. They had two little guards running around, and I thought they were cool. So I liked them since then. And then they draft, drafted Steph, took a chance on a, a short little shooter out of Davidson College. You know? Yeah. They drafted. And I, I think that's the other thing I like about them is prior to the KD thing, they built through the draft. They didn't trade for people. They drafted Harrison Barnes. They drafted Draymond Green. They drafted Steph Curry. They drafted Klay Thompson. Mm-hmm. They were they – were, 
whether they were winning or losing, they were drafting their, their, the best players on their team. So I became a fan of them, and, and I didn't love the KD move, but I'm not going to complain as a fan mm-hmm. to have them add another Well, it's cool star. that you actually liked them for a while. I used to like Baron Davis, too. I thought he was an oh, awesome Baron dunker. Davis. They had Jason awesome Richardson, dunker. too. I know he's a state guy, but the dude could dunk and shoot. They were, they were just fun to watch. Yep. Got a lot of, a lot of people saying uh, five, dubs and five and stuff. James yeah. McKinley, dubs and five. Tom goes, yeah. would you throw a game to win a championship game at home? No, yeah, I don't think you can. It. You can't, can't risk, risk it, man. You, got, you can't risk yeah. it. Yeah. Bill Buckner died this weekend. Did the oh, mention I before that. I yeah, got I'll on? Nope. That. Yeah. Uh, Bill Buckner. Yeah, RIP, yep. man. I mean, yeah, that's too bad. Oh, also, uh, Bart Starr died earlier yeah, this dude. Uh, over week. the weekend and stuff. Rough so, RIP. Yeah, RIP, guys. Uh, that's that's kind of a shame. Uh, so, other than that, G, what else? What, what do you got going on this weekend, buddy? Dude, I'm pretty free. Me and my friend Chelsea are playing over at Nightlight on Friday night, but that's about it. I'm gonna play some golf and. Gear up for this Nashville trip next week. You got a Nashville trip coming up? Yes, sir. Next week. What's what's going on there? CMA Fest, jamming, listening to music. Are you playing or just uh, just I wish. just listening? I mean, I'm, I might I try wish. to jump on a mic night or open or like a, a writer's round. But that's cool because last time you went down there, don't forget you lost your voice and we had to. I did in our midst. Yeah, you, you think you you have that chance again or to play out down there again? I mean, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Is there always we'll an opportunity? Because how how that happen actually? Uh, I just, just started, kind of I just started beating down their door till they let me know. Oh, I nice. just called them and called them and called them and said I wanted to play. And they said okay. So well, fair enough, fair enough. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> uh, G, head on down to Nightlight on Friday yes, night to see G uh, play. We got to see a little bit of you this past you weekend. It was a good time. Great Memorial Day weekend. You were not impressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great time, great time. So, for again, sure. thanks for joining us, folks, on the A to G show tonight. Thanks for the comments. We really appreciate it. Don't forget you can catch this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. I'll post it later this week. I'll try to start posting it at the same time every week guys just so you know when it comes out and stuff like that it will be on youtube if you missed it tonight let your friends and family know make sure you share make sure you like give us some publicity again we want to get as many people as we can watching this get the comments flowing and stuff like that i think it was a really really solid night for uh, the discussions and stuff like that so adam amble garrett collier thanks we will see you guys next wednesday nine o'clock right here on facebook have a great weekend guys